What up, Kingsters? Welcome to the Kinked as Fuck Podcast. We're your hosts, Kyra, Alex, Crystal, and Frankie, here to sort of detangle the kinks. Wait, like combing? No, we're not combing out our hair. We're deconditioning. I'm learning the ideas that were imposed on us by others. Sharing our stories as black and brown women navigating the kinks of life from personal growth, healing, and friendship. Ooh, like non-virgin stuff? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Even the things too kinky to talk about in the office. We're kinked as fuck. I need a shower. <laughs> I worked out before this and I didn't get a chance. That's glotion right there. What you Come mean? on, glotion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, y'all getting the back-to-back work. All right. Uh we hear that that what you heard, that person right there is we got a special guest. We got Natalia Mendez, the founder of Women on Wheels. Ooh, BH stand up. Hey. That's my girl. Um, Natalia Mendez, is, we met through a mutual friend. Shout out to Shaquay Peacock. That is her name. We, <laughs> um, you know, been friends for a decade, like met through a travel group. Um, back in New York, and I'm so proud to have Homegirl here and talking with us. Say hey, what's up, Natalia? Hi, everyone. Hey, oh, hey. Yeah. Um, hey. I guess maybe, you know, give a good introduction. Yeah, I'm Natalia. Um, I'm here in the Bronx, born and raised. Um, I'm a disability advocate. Uh, and I run a group for women with spinal cord injuries like me. Um, and yeah, we've recently become our own nonprofit and it's pretty exciting stuff. So. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Congratulations. And what's recent? When did it become official? Like this year. Okay. Like, oh, okay. A couple months ago. It's like, yeah, it's newborn fresh. So, uh, so I guess can it's you crazy. explain a little bit like what your nonprofit does? Okay, so um, we have been in operation for nine years now. So it's nice; it's actually happening on its tenth year. Um, we run a weekly support group, and within that, we've incorporated a lot of um, presentations and guest speakers and functions within that and we're just going to continue to do that on a larger scale okay it's dope it's dope like um i know that when we met you gave uh when we met up in october you gave me the sweater the women on wheels and (laughs) yo and i had a bunch of stages to hit that night and she wanted me to wear this thick ass sweater and i said you know what i'm gonna do you did the damn thing. Yes, you did. Thank you. Yeah, you know, and other comedians, they coming in, fly with their New York kicks and shit. And I'm, I, you know, I got my women on wheels and shit. And clearly, I'm not in a wheelchair. So they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> but a bartender, she was like, what is that? And and I was like, you know, it's my homegirls. She founded it. It's for, you know, peer mentorship for those that are just getting into this life and um, need a community. And she said, my girl just got into 
a spinal cord injury accident. And mm. I'm gonna tell her about that. It was a sister, and I was like, oh, it works. <laughs> I told you they were magical. <laughs> she was crazy. I was like, God damn. Yeah, was- that's that's always a very gratifying feeling. No, because um the feeling can be, you know, very isolating. And so when I know that we've been able to reach someone else that was in need, it's really it's a really gratifying thing. That's awesome. Um, I, but I mean, what's um? I think Crystal, uh, when you were saying something, what you said, adversity over trying. What I got it wrong. Um, I said turning your uh, now. Shit, I forgot. Um, your tragedy, tragedy, tragedy into triumph. Yes, tragedy was- into triumph. That's what I want to call it. That's what it is. I didn't mean to emphasize on tragedy. I just remembered really what it was. <laughs> you said that with enthusiasm. I, I did. And it sounded so worse because my AirPods are in. I'm like, tragedy. I'm like, God, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Yell triumph. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, for our listeners but, that yeah. aren't like, uh, that don't know who you are, can you kind of tell us like a backstory of how you've gotten to where you are? Um, like what, where did your spinal cord injury come from? How, how do we get here? Okay, I got you. So um, it was 16 years ago. Um, I was working as a chef. Um, and I was working in Pennsylvania. And I got into an accident. A tree fell on um, the roof of my car and it broke my neck instantly. It rendered me C67 quadriplegic. I can explain more about that later too. Um, yeah, but it was pretty instant. I was paralyzed. And so I was in Pennsylvania for about six months doing intensive rehab. And when I came back to New York, where my family lived, they both lived in walk-ups, my mom and dad. So I had to live in a nursing home for a couple years until I could find my own place. And that was a very difficult time. There's a lot of trauma from being, you know, in institutions and institutions. So, but um Anyway, I finally got out of there. I got my own place. I started working at an independent living center, which is basically a resource center for people with disabilities that's usually 80% staffed by people with disabilities, and they exist in every state. And um, I was very, very fortunate to find my local spinal cord injury community by chance. Um, while I was at the nursing home, um, you know, there's a lot of old people and it's it's a very dreary vibe, but I happened to see a group of young men in wheelchairs, like going off to like this closed session. I was just being nosy, like, what's going on over here? Like, I want to be down. And um, I met a great group of people. Um, the, the community here in New York, I think, has saved my life and has helped me to find my purpose. Um, I used to take part in weekly groups that they had. And eventually I became a board member for United Spinal New York City chapter. Um, And so there was a lot of chatter about women not feeling comfortable being able. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's dope. Like, thank you. Go ahead. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Yeah, a lot of women didn't um, feel comfortable being able to, you know, speak their truths and the need for a safe space for women with spinal cord injuries to be able to vent and learn and bond was there. And so me and a fellow board member of mine, who's a paraplegic, um, quadriplegic, 
um, we founded Women on Wheels. And it's been running ever since. We used to do it monthly in person. And um, the quarantine ended up being a blessing because now we do it weekly, virtually, and we have a nationwide reach. And oh, wow. it's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful. So that's where that's where I'm at. That's dope. I, and you know what? I only thought it was the New York City metro area. I didn't know you were national now. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Flex. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, I ain't going to hold you. Uh, I'm doing better. I'm trying not to say that as much. Um, but... When, oh, that's right. It was a shot. Wasn't there a shot involved? Yeah. Well, now I got water. <laughs> <laughs> she remember um, uh, when we were hanging out. This is why you're such a kingster, because like I, it I I did not know what it was like to hang out with someone that has a disability. I never walk. I was never near anybody in my family or anything like that you opened my eyes to how much, like you got to triple your time. If you're going to hang out, we're going to triple our time hanging out. And then on top of that, on top of that, we couldn't go everywhere. It was just so eye opening. Like it was, I was such a student that day when we were just hanging out. So like, if you could walk us through, like, what is it that they're in your program? What is it that you offer women during these peer mentorships? Like, can they have a second life and how you show them or, or oh my gosh well yeah of course um well the reason the reason that i got into peer mentorship in the first place is that when i was still in pennsylvania in um in patient rehab um i did a month in icu where they had to do the surgeries on my neck and replaced you know i have um two plates and 16 screws they had to go in from the front and the back um Anyway, that's a, that's a whole other part of the process. But my physical therapist at the time um, sent someone to come and speak to me because when you're first paralyzed, at least at the level that I was paralyzed, you know, it's not only that I couldn't move my legs, like I couldn't move my arms, I uh, couldn't move my hands, I couldn't feed myself, I couldn't dress myself, I couldn't wash, I couldn't do, you couldn't do anything. And it's very hard to imagine what a life could look like this going from one moment to the next, that's a big, massive shift. So this woman, um, she came to me and just by her rolling into my room and I just seeing a woman put together, well-dressed, accessorized, like it was like a vision. I can, I can always remember what that moment felt like. And then we got to talking and she had her own business and her own family. And it, it just, I just looked at her and I was like, Oh, I can do this. All right. I can do that. That, all right, that's the that's the blueprint. I got it. So when I got back here and I knew that there was an opportunity to do that kind of mentorship at the inpatient unit here in New York, I just got right on it as quick as I could because um, I, I would love to have that same effect on as many people as possible. And I'm glad that now, in addition to be able to sh show an example of what's possible, I can actually direct these women to great resources um, one of the main ones being women on wheels, you know, respectively it is because, <laughs> you know, you're peeing on yourself when this first happens. Like you can't wipe your own butt when this first happens. Like you feel very dehumanized. You feel very isolated. You feel very exposed, um, and confused. Um, so 
for women. I mean, just today we had a new woman join. We meet every Wednesday. And just today we had a new woman join. She's eight months out. And within like 20 minutes of listening, listening to us speak, she just expressed so much gratitude because she said, I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of support, but none of these able-bodied people, that's what we call y'all, ABs. Y'all, yeah. ABs. Oh. No, they got, they got slang for us. <laughs> they do. Wait, time out, wait, time out. Because I was typing something that AB and there's a, a a red AB sign that's an emoji. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Is that able-bodied? I don't know what that is. Now, I think y'all that's never, discrimination. No, hold I've up. seen it. Type AB. <laughs> there's what? an AB, like, hold up. Let me get my, let me type a message to y'all. I, it's, it's an emoji? A, it's an emoji. And so I was like, what the fuck is AB? Like, <laughs> Look, when I was putting the comedy show together, uh, they were, you know, I was very adamant to make sure that people of the community align with the uh, I just um, sent people of the community, uh, comedians that align with the community are on stage. So people that are in wheelchairs or have an uh, injury. But when I put Chris Grant on the show, I was like, yeah, you know, this Chris Grant, you know, he he doesn't have an injury. And they said, oh, he's an ableist. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like no, no he's like to everyone no no because it's oh poor chris is that real oh no was, they were like uh we're, we're good well i was like oh shit so like this is a thing like so i told chris he was like i'm following a discrimination case like, <laughs> i'd like to see who but I, <laughs> I thought an ableist is someone who's against uh, those who are right, he, uh, yeah, yeah, able. Yeah, that's very, that's really able. close to saying like abolishness. He's like he is an able-bodied. Yeah, person, he's an able-bodied person. Absolutely. If, <laughs> if he's saying like, "Well, I'm throwing a function," and I'm like, "Okay, I want to go." Well, you can't really dance, and I want people to dance, so you're not invited. That's ableist. You know, you're right. discriminating against me because of physically what I cannot do. That's, that's what so I thought. Okay, wild. I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, that is it. so wild. I end up on yeah. um, and, and not handicapped TikTok. I don't know what it's called, but like people who are not able-bodied talk about their feelings of disabled, di- disabled TikTok. I end up there every once in a while, and the things that able-bodied people have done to them. And I don't like to say handicapped. Yeah. I like to say handicapable. You know, because you are capable. Yeah. You know, that's just me though. Yeah. Because I have a handicapped mom and then, you know, you know, stuff like that. So I think about stuff like that. So I get it. Okay. It's a it's a tricky thing. Yeah. The the labeling and everybody everybody likes their own thing. It's always suggested to just ask people. It's hard to keep you know up. What I mean, like Yeah. yeah it's it hard is. to keep up sometimes. Because maybe somebody handicapped for your mom. It's just the the same as going you know from colored to, to negro to black exactly everybody doesn't feel the same about right yeah you now that's I mean? a problem so it it could be it go it'll go from crippled to handicapped to disabled you know what I mean mm-hmm. so everybody you know just like I tell people sometimes that when I'm when I'm with a group of people. Like Shaquille, so I was with Shaquille, and it's perfect, right? <laughs> Whereas <laughs> I had to dip off, and when I go to the, back to the wheel call, somebody easily could have said, you know, look for the girl with the wheelchair. You know what I mean? As opposed to when I pull up to the counter, he's like, Natalia. And I was like, oh, shit, how did you know? She's like, she said, look for the girl with the hair. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But things like that, as when you see somebody across the room, it doesn't have to be, oh, the woman in the wheelchair. Oh, the woman in the black leather jacket. It's like the black girl you know I mean? instead of saying yeah. that. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But what's cra- it's crazy because it gets more intersectional when you're in the community. Because when I was talking to, so, <laughs> well, name him, but he was like, oh, he has CP. He's not one of us. I was like, so CP is cerebral palsy mm-hmm. and you're born with it as opposed to having an injury, which is completely different. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're used to it if you're born into it. If you got injured, your life completely upended. And I didn't even think about that. But then I was like, there's a little bit of a bias there. I was like, oh my God, like people in wheelchairs versus other people in wheelchairs within the, oh, okay, you good? The people in wheelchairs within each other, like have their own biases. Like, and I'm like, aren't you guys struggling together? No. You're not. And it just makes me seem like, okay, of course, just like someone that is more economically stable and they're black, isn't having the same struggle as someone that is economically deprived and black. Are the, black. Yeah, they're black, but... Are the intersectionality okay. between a black black woman and a black man, the experiences are different kind of with that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And you said the women are not represented yeah. and that's why you started Women on Wheels, right? Because you didn't see yourself. Yeah. We're we're only 20% of the population with spinal cord injuries. I find that interesting. Damn. Yeah, me too. I was like, yeah. I mean, immediately when I'm like, why is that? But Well, theories are um, most spinal cord injuries happen in early ages. So between like 20 and 40, um, it happens a lot with athletic Mm. events. Um, You know what I mean? Extreme sports, people, and 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 car accidents. So men are more dangerous. That's, that's kind of the kind of thing. That's yeah, what I was more thinking. Willing to take okay. more risks than women. Because I I remember you saw the the group of men, and you're like, oh, I, I want to go. But so when you when they went to the the group, was there any other? You were the first female. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. So why? Like, so you always had this spirit to lead women. <laughs> you're trying to embarrass me I see what you're yeah. doing yes I am <laughs> pull okay. out all the receipts <laughs> tell us the story what is she talking about back. okay okay all right so all right so before before being injured I always wanted to be a chef I knew that I always wanted to be a chef and I carried that out and it was great um, I had like a much harder time grieving the loss of my career than grieving the loss of my physical state um, mm-hmm. because I loved it so much being a chef. And so uh, a large part of the healing was not only physical, but emotional. Like, what is my purpose now? Like, um, and it just so happened that this is all kind of, or at least we think that this all just kind of happened, but there was a divine plan in place, right? Because what she's referring to is like, by fifth grade, I was already planning like a girls empowerment group. I had like a girls group in like elementary school. I don't know what we were advocating for, like lollipops or something, but <laughs> I found it to be so important that we organize. You know what I mean? Like I still cannot explain why I did that. And then in junior high, <laughs> and then in junior high, I called myself starting a gang, but it was just the pink ladies from Greece. <laughs> I just like <laughs> I just like making gangs of girls. That's all. 
<laughs> so it all kind of came, gangs. you know, it all kind of came. Oh, yeah. You have colors? Yeah. You have Huh? You have colors for your gang. <laughs> it was Come on now. Yeah, you, you, I think you're a pink and purple girl. Yeah, I see the Hello Kitty in the bag. The yeah, I don't know why I asked that. Wait, was it? So I gotta ask. Like, is there one in high school? And then yeah, what was your gang? In- oh, did you start one in culinary school? <laughs> and they got knives there. No, she was she was reckless. No, you know, at that point, it was like me versus everybody. You know what I mean? Like. That kitchen environment can be kind of brutal. You, there ain't no friends there. No. It, it's so funny because Shaquay is such like the opposite, and you brought Shaquay out of her shell because she was you were just everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And sure. so, so, um, so you were on your when this accident happened. You were on your way to be a chef in in New York City. No, I wanted to just travel. I wanted travel. to just travel everywhere and cook like I'd kind of been doing yeah and and so uh I know that you know you want the culinary life is like a part of you but it's not currently a part of you but I want to counter that because Shaquay and you take me on a journey going to restaurants and the the way that they tell me to pay attention to my palate and what part of my tongue? It's just, it's. I don't mean to. I swear, it just happens. No, you just advance my eating pussy skills. Like you don't mm. understand. Like you're welcome. Thanks. You're welcome. Then I'll take. Let that. me unmute myself. <laughs> uh, can you go deeper into so you be t- tasting pussy with different parts of your tongue? Because this could help some men no, out here. Okay. This could help some men. <laughs> That's uh, Valena. Oh, oh, is this honey pot? Nuts. <laughs> Girl, you need to lay off the yogurt. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Aerate your mouth. You look, ooh. Low key, I can tell what a man's been eating by the taste of his semen, so I kind of get it. Oh, sorry. That's true, though. Thank you, thank you, because my friends it, are just staring at me like I said some sh- it, my like I said some stupid shit. Um, no, I know, I know. I've always admired that about you. Like I, I admire what? I'm, I'm very childish. What do you mean? Um. That, that you could taste it. I'm, I've been. Oh, you're childish. You spit. You're right. Yeah, I spit. Yeah. Yeah. I spit it if, that, if their diet's trash because. Ellie, shut up. If their diet's trash, it tastes super salty. And I'd be like, what you been eating, nigga? Like, ugh, ugh. like you need to drink some juice, some water. Lay off the Hennessy and hot wing diet. I can taste that. Look. Hennessy and hot wing diet. Hennessy and hot wing. I can <laughs> tell. I'm like, bro, you ain't drank no water yesterday, Ooh, huh? That is a, that is a Bronx diet if I ever heard one. <laughs> very concentrated. It's very concentrated. So you help people distinguish their palate? <laughs> I'm, I, didn't, I don't remember formally ever having this conversation. Maybe it was, but do, did we teach you about the different places on your tongue where you taste? So, so the tongue is split up into one, two, three, four. Is it four it's or five? Bitter. My tongue, so, my tongue so. is sweet. Yeah, the front wow. is sweet. The middle <laughs> like, is salty. The two front sides are mm-hmm. sour. No, the two back sides are sour and the two front sides are bitter. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Anyway, th- yes, we'd we be doing too much when we go out. And then so, sometimes oh, you can tell like, to... when you eat things. But I'm I'm right around to put the food in that area to in order to taste it like 
Uh-huh. Okay, so like if I bite some, if I eat it, ice cream the tip, but then if I'm like salty, put it on the middle of my tongue. No, no, it's not about where you place it. It's about when you're going to taste that flavor when it hits that certain part oh. of your tongue. Oh. But yeah. couldn't that be the reason why sometimes stuff tastes different if you put it on different parts of your tongue too? Like you're like last time I had this, it was or different bites taste different. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, sure it could be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Natalia, I don't believe you. Just like, yep. You don't have to lie to me. <laughs> what did I do? It was so what like, bitch. What? Oh, no. those eyes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But <laughs> but it, it was it, it, it's really nice. Like ladies, when you guys get to New York, we're definitely gonna go eat out with her. Cause eat out, yeah, yeah. Uh, I ain't going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody invited me for June, so I might slide. I might slide. Somebody, yes, come yeah. through. Hey, I got invited. Well, oh, Tatiana's. We gotta take them to Tatiana's. I was like, who Tatiana? I don't know her. Definitely Is that a restaurant? Tatiana's. Yeah, it's amazing. a black-owned restaurant in Lincoln Center. Like amazing, it's, they we're looking for sponsors now. They deconstruct and go, make right. They deconstruct all the bodega food favorites, and it's gourmet. like bougie bodega food. Like 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 yeah, bougie bodega oh, yes. food. Bougie. Wait, yes. I can get a bacon. Like, yes. She nice. <laughs> you can get a chopped cheese. <laughs> What's a chopped cheese? You can get yeah. a chopped cheese on a little. So, so, for instance, the chopped cheese is basically here ground meat. They ain't mm. even cute enough to be able to give you like the fresh ground meat that they cook up. It's literally like burger patties that they have in the freezer, and then they chop them all up. Oh. So it becomes the ground beef. Yeah, chop. and then they What's put the it on the hero and some cheese. Like, so it's a burger. It's a piece of burger. Good. It's a piece of burger. Yeah, essentially. Nah, it's a chopped cheese. I mean, put some respect on, on the sandwich thing, okay? Like, you, have to yell you don't call a Philly cheese steak, you don't know, meat sandwich, you know what I mean? Like, but it's a steak. It's a, steak. It's a chopped cheese. It's a chopped Girl, up don't burger. Argue. I'm not. It's you're a right. Cheese. I'm not going to disrespect y'all culture. <laughs> since I'm, so I'm not going to. This is how that's a chopped cheese. Low grade, like ground meat and chopping it up. cheese and it. There at Tatiana, it's like, um, it's oh, this wonderful focaccia with like mm. telegio cheese and shaved like white pepper truffle. jack and like the bougie cheeses. I love pepper jack cheese because I like the, I like the, and it's on this tiny square. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's bougie that square. Uh, you splitting a square? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's not yes. good. Let's stop. Because I, I kind of want, I'm kind of hungry again. I'm like, Ooh. look, Frank, is there some burger patties in the freezer? <laughs> look, make me a chopped cheese. <laughs> I, I could do that. Make me impossible. 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 Yeah, make me impossible. Chocolate. We got some turkey oh, meat. Oh, that'd be cute. That'd be cute. That'd be cool. I want a square, yeah, though. It was, that, it, a was a, it was dope. <laughs> It was, it was it was so good. Like we we definitely got to go there. And homeboy, we know the homeboy that runs it. He gave yeah. us this very expensive champagne. Yeah. Oh my god, it, it melted in our. It was it was phenomenal. The fun, um, you know what I loved most about it is that it's a love letter to the Bronx. I'm gonna say that it's a love letter to the Bronx. It's a love letter to. New York City is a love letter to black people. It's a love letter to hip hop culture. It's a love level, a love letter to like the food service industry. And I really like this guy. Is he's a young guy, 
he 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 was raised in the Bronx, but he has um like Creole, he has some African, he has a lot of stuff mixed into it. But this venue of Lincoln Center is like yeah. the whitest of the highest and everything. That's where all of the operas and the ballets mm-hmm. happen here. Yes. That's like a symphony hall. Black tie. And to have this restaurant like bump and pun and Jay Z and even white truffles bringing me champagne. You got the bantu knots. You got down to the bundles to the flow. Like it's just black excellence and not us having to put on because we're in another environment right yes. and so my favorite part is the first time i went with wheezy there was like one table of white people i was like wheezy like wayne the entire huh I said, okay i wheezy. said wheezy like wayne oh i said wheezy yeah, like wayne. no one knows that that's wheezy oh sorry sorry, okay, sorry. Wheezy. Yeah, wheezy. <laughs> shaquizy it started with shaquizy and then you're short and then you know Sure. The time yeah. of Snoop Dogg. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, yes. Right. So when we were there that first time, it was amazing. For I know that when this guy was trying to get funding for this restaurant with the price point on that menu to the audience, they knew he was catering to it. It must have been so difficult for him to do that. Mm. But then to see him filling these rooms of us, you know what I mean? We're there in our hoodies and our Tims and putting up that money for like hot cuisine. You know what I mean? And that made me feel so proud and safe. All the gangster rap playing just so gingerly in my ear. Like, it made me feel safe. When we left the bathroom, it was fucking hilarious. When we left the bathroom, coming back out the front, there was, like, a white guy standing by the door on the emergency exit. He'd go, Wheezy, like, is this door open? Like, it was the first time we ever thought the white guy in the suit was the help. You know what I mean? I love that. 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 <sighs> it was amazing and we haven't stopped going back since i love it it's amazing tatiana it's shout out call me yeah thing. yeah yeah y'all gotta go for real um we are gonna go fuck that um but it, so another thing too i love that you're this you are a kingster for real we were talking about disabled burlesque and or your boy she got a video of your boy on the crutches grinding it out on stage just grinding it out. Go ahead and drop that and to us. Just <laughs> go ahead and email I will. that. I will. I will send it. I will. Oh, I absolutely man. will. I have so many questions. Like so, you, so we're gonna get into it. Like you can feel it down there. It's the dumb oh, question. I love that for yeah, you. What you thought? <laughs> Thank you. I love no, that when for she, you. you said, "Can you feel it down there?" And then she takes out this big, long oh, water shit. bottle. She sexualized <laughs> hydration. She sexualized and hydration. So I was like, <laughs> you thought she was like, like, shoving objects in there." Oh my god, could you imagine? And then she, then she took a sip, and I'm like, oh, "Bring the water bottle back." Really satisfying. <laughs> you're right. You're right. That's the thing. You're kidding me? Somebody tried to. All right. Oh my god. Um I'm interested. I'm sorry, I got since we're here. So you, you said you have feeling down there. Is that is that the truth for, okay, thank you. for everyone? Or is no, so it's could, not the truth for or the everyone. Okay. Every yeah, every case is very, very different. It it could still be a spinal cord injury, it could still be at the same vertebrae, your break, but 
it's it's like I tell people to just imagine one of those cables with all the tiny little wires in it. You know what I mean? It's, you can cut it at the same level, but if you cut it halfway, if you sever it completely, if it's just bent, that all affects the signals that go from your brain to your body, right? Because mm-hmm. that's how your body moves. The brain says, hey, sends it down here. This is where you do that. Do that. Um, so when you have a spinal cord injury, the, the easiest way to break it up is in three sections. So the cervical spine, that's the neck injury, your thoracic spine, and then the middle mm-hmm. here, and then your lumbar spine which is the very, very lowest point. Um, The lower the level of injury, the more function you have, right? So somebody who has a low level injury, um, like a T12, like thoracic spine, very lowest level, they still gonna have full function of their hands. Like I don't, they're considered a paraplegic, right? Because they only have two limbs affected, one, two. When you have a higher injury like mine, I'm considered a quadriplegic because all four of my limbs are affected. So for instance, um, what's the example that I give? So my friend, he has a spinal injury very, very low down at the sacral spine. He can use crutches, right? And then um, I have another friend who is a little bit higher and they can use a wheelchair and kind of ambulate a little bit. Um, I'm where I am at a C67, but there's another level of injury higher than mine, like Christopher Reeve, which most people know what that looks like, where, you know, you can only move your head. You can't move your arms at all. And everybody has a different level of function and everyone has a different level of feeling. It's pretty rare that you have feeling in your genitals at my level of injury. Um, I I don't know why the dice got rolled the way that it did for me, but um, what it, oh, I lost the screen. Oh, there it is. Okay. Um, but what it does, I can feel down there, but it also has, um, I, I also have a, a large amount of nerve pain. Mm. Most people with spinal cord injuries suffer from like a shit ton of nerve pain. So it sucks sometimes because you don't have function, but you can still feel everything on the inside. Um yeah, so it really depends on the person, but it, it, there's a smaller percentage that can actually feel their vagina. So, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I was I was breathing. I was taking it in. <laughs> so clitoral like I was saying, you were talking today, huh? Clitoral stimulation? Yeah, what? It, it, so, so Can I feel that? Yeah. Yes, I, mean, you I can. can do it and you can feel it. Yeah, I can do it and I can feel it. But, okay, so this is there's levels to this shit, bro. Like, so for instance, we're like, we're getting close to the computer. Like, I want to hear Mel's perspective too. Like, how is it? Like, like that could be a whole nother episode. Like, men and women. You know, you know, this is another reason why I feel like I have to cape for women so hard because men. Um, for their erections, it's like they can take an injection, they can take mm. a pill, they can have a pump, they can have an implant put in oh. that there's an implant that men can put in their dicks that they can then Press remote control when they want to get their dick card. Like, boop, boop, oh. Go go get your dick is what they got. Okay. Be wild, be, oh, be. Yeah. Bring your, wait, yeah. But for girls, if you can't feel battery uh, 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 Raheem Devon. Never mind. Oh yeah, I know the song. I know. I know. So I know it. Um, I have a question, but continue. Go ahead. 
Okay. No, go ahead. So, What's up? But you say, oh, they can get the remote control dicks, but do they feel it? Even though they're hard, doesn't mean they have feeling, right? That's what I would think. Right. No. Right. Right. It depends on the person as well. It, it really does. It's different. Some people do and some people don't. And in a lot of, um, I've had a lot of talks on sexuality and um, the consensus usually is that they're also, aside from just the physical stimulation, there has to be a shift in your mentality and mentally thinking mm. together with it. So, so sometimes it's, so I can't feel somebody sucking my toes, but watching somebody do that shit, like, you know what it would feel like. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. And sometimes like, I like my toes sucked too. Uh, what? Is it phantom pain? No, phantom pain. No, or phantom feeling. Yeah, I would include that. I think that might be considered like psychosomatic. Mm, hmm, okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like with women. Um, like our orgasms are all mental. Like if your mind is not in the right space, you can't orgasm. All. It's all mental. Like. Mm. So it may. It's look. Maybe same concept. <laughs> that's just I hear you. No, that's me. So, but you. so it's not like for women we can't have a remote clitoris, <laughs> right? And and the problem is because you know when you're injured, when you get into the situation, it's always like people just enforce like like wanting to walk again, right? Trying to be physically normal again, as opposed to I try to focus when I speak to people is on. How can you make the best life for yourself right now? If nothing changes from today to two years from now, how can you live your best life? And so one of the things that get overlooked a lot is sexuality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This this happens. You feel completely dehumanized and defeminized. You don't feel like a fucking woman. And you certainly don't feel like the woman around you that you're at ass level. You know what I mean? I'm at titty level to most women. That shit is killing me. Like, you a bad bitch is just back and forth. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> So for instance, but this is why we need to talk about it because I almost died. Yeah. So this mentor that I, somebody, right, when I was first injured, and I asked about it, like, you know, like, how am I gonna get it in? Sorry, I have to take salt. This is, I get low blood pressure, so I just be sucking on salt all day. I know it's weird. Just want to let y'all know it wasn't like a jar of cocaine. Nah, deers do it too. No, I have to do it sometimes with Gatorade. I just drink Gatorade. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All day I'm with the trace minerals. But anyway, so they were like, well, I mean, you got to learn to explore your body again. And this and that and the third. And they bought me a dildo. This is like two months injury. I should not have been doing this shit, bro. They bought me a dildo. So, you know, late night, I'm like, okay, that's it. It was cracking for me. All right. And <laughs> I get to rubbing. And like, what I'm feeling is like, my pressure's going up. I'm sweating. My body's spasming immediately. Like, my legs are spasming immediately because I have a hypersensitivity, right? My pressure went so high. It was like, the systolic was like 225. Yo! It set off the telemetry. Like, go to the set hospital. The- <laughs> like, what? So I was in the hospital. Oh, did I? Yeah, not- you're in the assisted living. I was in the intensive rehab unit. Oh yeah, oh, this so you probably had yeah. some bells go off because they like do do do. Why? Is- oh, yeah, oh yeah. And they, they, at that time, I was still weak. I could barely lift the arm. So at that time, they just find me like, you know, 
spread Indian pose, like with the shit still. (laughs) (laughs) Rolling behind my head. Like, it was a movie. It was a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So they had to take it off you and stuff and try to help. I got a reputation after that. I could imagine uh, if I was nice. Girl, it. let me tell you what I had to do today. So you <laughs> girl, she had a vibrator and I had to move it. Yo. Listen. Well, I think like this probably kind of led the gateway for you to be like because I, I feel like I would have walked away from that situation. I'm like, damn, like, obviously she still had the urge and the wine. Yeah, and like, she didn't know. So it even yeah. yourself, like, this probably led the gateway of like, hey, I still have these needs. Like, mm-hmm. and no one's talking about yep, it. Yep. Like, why isn't anyone helping me? Yep. Or just having that, like, a class yes, about sexuality yes. and how to, like, that person told you. Just maybe, you know. But yeah, and what things you were at risk for. Because you, you didn't know. Who could have died? Because that's Who some hot pleasure. This without telling you about it, it was yeah. a gift to her. Right, it was a gift. It was like, for, you do know, your thing, girl. I guess being some. Yeah, basically. Enjoy like, yourself. Enjoy yourself, but like a two hundred and something <laughs> damn blood pressure is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my I mean, goodness. It jolted. Was a, it was. It was. Yeah. I. It's a. Yeah. It's a. It's a lot, but. I did learn from that and it was a good experience because I take that with me in my mentoring. Like, I don't want anyone to fucking die, yeah. you know, pulling some shit because nobody's talking yeah. about it. Because so, And that's because, you, like you said, and, it's too, yeah. you, you're nerve sensitive. Is that the reason why it sent you all the way? Yeah. Yeah. Super hypersensitive. Okay. Yeah. So where can you, where is, so when they're, how deep you want to get into this question? When they are going deep, uh, what does it feel like? Like, it does it feel like just uh, internal? I mean, it is internal pressure, but <sighs> it's it's not just it's not just pressure. I I can feel like 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 an in and out and all that. I can feel that jazz. Like I can feel if you know, a dick has a lot, whole lot of veins on it or something, or if like the, the head is much bigger, you know, I can feel those differences, but it's wild because if that same person like touches me on the tops of my thighs, I won't feel that. That's so crazy. You know mm, what so I mean? So interesting. The body is so interesting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can feel inside and not the same. You got as super I- pussy because my pussy can't feel no veins. Okay. Okay, yeah, I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, did anybody? Okay, cool. We're all on. No, the I ain't felt no veins, bro. I can feel like a tip type it's, of situation, but that's that's it. Like, if you got a big tip, yeah. maybe. Like, I, I've always felt like like maybe the helmet at best. Not the helmet. Us abs. <laughs> us abs. <laughs> you should never gave Alex no time. I- her initials literally A B. Your initials. I never, I never felt no veins. How big is that fucking vein? Yeah. How hypersensitive. Because veins, think about how big a vein is. Look, let's look at the vein on my hand. I'm not feeling it if it's inside. You know? Mm-hmm. No, that's what I'm trying to say. Like that's sensitive. That, if that can paint a picture, of, 
exactly like so many times even when you're gonna have sex like i need to take something oh. to kind of anesthetize a little bit because it would be too much for me to handle oh, wow. if i don't wow. what is the medicine like is it like i told i've told frankie before like the one of the first times i orgasmed was from getting my ass in like that's how hypersensitive it is that like just only focused right there <laughs> flashbacks I huh that. I want that. I want that. And what does your what does your community call it? Oh, oh, analingus. 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 Yes, uh, all about the analingus. I was Listen. like, who's analingus? I would have. What? <laughs> Hell yeah. Kyra's face. Hold on. You're in a wheelchair. I, 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 no, I'm putting myself in this conversation. Like you're in a wheelchair all day. No one's paying attention to your ass. You're not mm. getting your ass slapped. So it's mm. got to be so super sensitive. Like mm. when it's finally touched, like it's mm -hmm. such a relief. Frankie, how often is your ass mm -hmm. getting slapped though? What's your life like? Because I don't get my ass slapped that often. Outside I mean, of when I have a, yeah, when I'm, a I mean, I I like I, when I'm around my man, it's a constant. It's right. A constant like, but I'm saying walking around, going to work and shit. No one's slapping my ass. Right. With your man, that's different. But new coworkers. <laughs> that's called an hr complaint <laughs> imagine in the united states navy we already have yeah. a sexual assault problem you think slapping ass is gonna help <laughs> man mm. like but yeah, hey like that's my ass got so slapped it, a lot we see anyways, no. you can't like have a like a one night stand like you in a way you can you gotta be like responsible to being responsible, like you were saying, like I can have a one night stand, like I'm able to, like, well, like I don't know, I don't gotta. Why she can't have one? You know, you she gotta, she gotta, she so gotta what take. What you're saying stuff, is she can't like, be on the streets. Are you? Is that what you're trying? She to say? can. Okay, yeah, I didn't. That's a lie. That's that a lie. is for the streets. Like, no, wow, damn, this freaking. bitch is a <laughs> oh. Yeah, I just say like not for the not for the street. When like, she knows she' about to get you, some, you get have, some, she took a pill. That's it. How long it take to kick in? That's the question. She, oh, she okay. do what she she carry those on me. Like I could get it popping in the chair. You know what I mean? Like, I that chair holds yeah. a lot of shit. I mean, you could take I the sides down if you got that one chair that you yeah. do the sides. That's it. Oh my god, my chair reclines to full length the whole position. Yeah, it so back. It yeah, it can elevate. Listen, it elevates right to like damn near mouth level, and that's where I like it. You know what I mean? Like, just I like that. Reclining Sounds like a sex chair, but you know, hold not. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Everyone, stop talking. <laughs> <It> was like, <laughs> hold on. Wait, hold on. So you can lay the chair down. <laughs> you can lay it down. Yeah, and it reclines. What do you like? When you say mouth level, like you mean if somebody's sitting down on a bed, like that mouth level? Are we or standing about... up? <laughs> Standing mouth level. All right, oh, she's doing it now. She's doing it now. Oh, it, it's the silence. She's doing it. We. I'm not all the way up yet, but that's up. I'm gonna catch y'all in a minute. Hold on. Watch out. <laughs> uh, the flex. <laughs> yeah. Yo, just I need that, but like a chair in the in the bedroom. You know what I mean? Like, just be like, hold on, baby. 
Yeah. You're blowing Kyra's mind because she's got a, she about to she's got a machine in her living room. Let's go massage chair. Don't call me machine. Don't get me started. These things can go up to like oh wait, and I'm flexible as hell too. These things can go up to like thirty grand, but like yeah, it's got the leg, ma'am. That's your leg. She said that's good. I'm trying to tell y'all put me right here. Like, look, I, look, this look, shit, look, I can't do it. I can't do it. You the you the, you the, you the, you the person right now because who let my leg look? Oh, see, I can't. No, no, you win. She, she said. She said. She said, she said y'all. <laughs> what? Let me tell you. I did not know that was her leg. What you think it was? Because I thought I was like, oh, that's a throw. I thought it was like a throw pillow. <laughs> it looked like a piece of furniture because the pattern. It looked like a cushion. I'm telling you, yo, I love it. All right, I love it. What else? I, I thought I was like, that's her ankle, her foot. Is that toes? <laughs> wait, said, so bitch. were you? Were you? Hold on, wait. So were you that flexible prior to your spinal cord injury? Or I was pretty flexible. I was pretty flexible. Before. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am, but real shit. Okay, all right, Frankie. I ain't gonna say I'm for the streets. I'm a damn lady. Okay, she is a lady. But me you too, know, me too. Wanted to be living their best thing life. Okay, what I do. That's right. So how is? I, I might be on these apps. Huh? So how is dating? I mean, continue what you're saying. How is dating? Right. Being, um... so, I'm just keep it to sex right now because I have like a very like I have I, I'm not the kinkiest in bed. It's pretty mundane. I but I have like love making like taste with like casual sex tolerance, you know. <laughs> so what I do do, you know, I'm real with myself and I recognize I'm a quadriplegic. I'm very much at a physical disadvantage if some man wants to come in here and like, you know, shoot up my club, smack me around. There's nothing much that I could do. Dang. So one, I always have I always have an aide available to me. They're not always in my home. I'm not always with them. But I always make sure that my aide is in the house and like I have a signal. So if anything is going wrong, they know they know how to kick oh. in the door waving a four four. Right. Also, I do not invite any men through my door that have not shown me black black and white proof that they have been tested within the last three months. Just in case, because you know niggas ain't shit. And they like to try and pull their condoms off and do all kinds of shit. They're going to think I'm stupid. Or, or you I can't, can't feel it. it. Or I can't see it. Yeah. So that's another precaution that I take. So I ain't saying I'm for the streets. I'm saying if somebody wants to be living their best sexual life. Yes. With a disability, there are some precautions that you can take. Hmm. How long did it take you to tap into this? Because you mentioned earlier, like you yesterday you spoke to a girl who's eight months in, right? So how long did it take for you to kind of tap into your sexuality? You were like, I mean, you, and that was the incident that you mentioned earlier, that was two months. Mm-hmm. And then from there, did it like catapult or you kind of stopped? What happened? No. Oh, well, that kind of scared me. That scared me straight. <sighs> you know, that scared me straight. It was actually kind of a life-threatening like situation. Um, it scared that scared me into straight. Not into virginity. <laughs> to celibacy is probably scared her into a little bit of celibacy. <laughs> I knew what you meant. In addition to having that experience, you know, when you're first injured, like, I can't, couldn't control my urine in any way. So I'm, they got me in pull-ups and diapers and shit. So I'm not even feeling sexy enough to fuck. I have, like, 
a catheter. I had an indwelling catheter at the time. So it was just a constant bag attached to me that I was peeing out of before I had surgery where I don't have to do any of that anymore. So I didn't really feel sexy. I, I still hadn't found my sexual identity yet as a woman. And I think I've told Frankie this before, but it wasn't until I was kind of speaking about these insecurities with a couple of guys around me. And one of the guys was like, girl, I'll rip them huggies off your sexy ass in a minute. <laughs> and then what, sir? He literally was like, I'll rip them huggies off. I'll put that thing to the side. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh my. Oh, wow. You know, oh, wow. but that helped. But from there, it took like four years for me to really, really, really like, yeah, I know. For me to, that shit hurt. Look, she, you need a medic. Oh. <laughs> Alex and Frankie look like, oh my God. I was like, cool, because I kind of like, that was, that's such a mental, physical obstacle for you. Like that four years. I mean, you're just telling us like the finale, but I mean, that, that, that was a, that was probably just always a constant roller coaster of emotions. Like yeah. one day you, someone's telling me I'll rip the huggies off of you. And then, you know, you were scared straight that one time. Yeah. You scared into celibacy. The scared straight happened first, right? Lose them, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, and then there's, and there's clearly, obviously there's like a, looks like a scale, like a, you know, just you, you got to find the balance. What works for you. Yeah. I, so what, what I ended up doing, you know, I, people expressed interest in me, but when I was nowhere in, in place to be looking for a relationship, I just wanted to rediscover myself sexually in that way, physically in that way. And so I hit these apps and by chance I found a guy who was a nurse and I was like, and I explained the whole situation. I was very transparent. Like, look, it's been this long. This is what's going on with me. I'm trying to relearn my body. I need somebody who's patient and is going to work with me towards that goal. And, and he was with it. Oh. And it was off to the races. That, what a, you lucked out. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy Amory's no fool. Yeah. I'm proud of myself for that. <laughs> I won't even lie. Way to advocate. Yeah, that was, for that was brilliant. That was brilliant. Like, once yeah. you saw he was a nurse and then his yeah. credentials. See, then I'd be scared he'd he knows say how, no. like, you know, like, I'm not at work. Or, what does she have to lose? Feelings? She doesn't have that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it was well, better than, you never know, one of these guys could have wanted to drag me through the mud, do all kinds of things. <laughs> what happened, Frankie? <laughs> I hate Alex. It's, it, 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 I try to ignore it. I was like, what do you mean? I'm trying to fuck you. She's a person. What'd you say, Alex? My God. What over there? I know just... what she said. What she Cause, said. Because Crystal, Crystal kind of had the fear of like, you know, I would hate. What if he said no? Like the fear of rejection. And I was like, what do you have to lose? Like feelings? You can't feel it. And like, I was like, she does. <laughs> she does have feelings. And I was like. I didn't know that at the time. I didn't know that. Also. Repeat also, I will say repeated stimulation has increased my level of sensitivity. Mm. Yeah. So the more mm. you stimulate, the more sensitive it gets. So use a loose type of situation. Use a loose uh no, it was about the feeling, like sensitivity, you know, not you know, 
no you like if you don't use it you'll lose it type yeah. of thing oh like, use or lose yeah. oh, um oh i thought she said use a loose like a loose bird I'm no like, no no oh. damn no 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 i'm gonna check her use it or lose it <laughs> that's why she made that face she's like i'm not a hallway okay no hot dogs are being thrown no here. one talking about your okay. your pussy group. it's a muscle and can be put back to place that's why she had that yeah. i know I, like, I don't say things like that i'm a doula i watch women's vaginas okay. spread to 10 centimeters Ooh. I mean, it wouldn't have been the it wouldn't have been the oddest assumption, right? Because if my muscles are flaccid, you know, oh, wow. I get it. Because the man, if a man's genitalia goes flaccid, interesting, you know, it could. I just never I been asked about like that. that or thought I did. I'm sorry, baby. What'd you say? But it, it's it, it's not a uh, if you don't use it, you you lose it. Situation is more so. It's just the more you use it, the more sensitive it gets. Yes, and th so then if. Because it's not that I think that somebody that never had the sensitivity can then stimulate themselves to a point that then they regain it. I don't think that that's the situation. I just know for me, because of my hypersensitivity issues, yeah. the more that I stim throughout the years, I've been just become more and more sensitive. It kind of might just be getting old and decrepit too. I don't know. Shit, because my old and decrepit, I'm desensitized, okay? I got to fucking rub a rock on this shit in order for me to get off my rocks off. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I need my sound machine. Like you need to get, you know that. You know what, the sound machine. She's talking to like, do a drum for the dad joke. <laughs> oh, she wants. A, oh, yeah, I just want to add different sounds. <laughs> you need, a little drum beat. Yeah, just, boom. You know what? I'm not seeing this. God. <laughs> but it. <laughs> Wait, what cream? Capsaicin. It's like pepper Pe cream. Oh, it's the capsaicin that's in the jalapenos. Yes, yes. And you do what with that? They make capsaicin cream. They make capsaicin cream for like pain issues. Mm. But I was just joking with Frankie that if you're desensitized, put some of that hot pepper cream on your pussy. Oh, too. bitch! I thought this was a real topic. <laughs> I'm I was like, about to go. This may look. <laughs> I find this cream. <laughs> <laughs> no, but capsaicin is real. But but just today I was talking about. A fellow um, quadriplegic of mine, she's passed away since, but she was a big time pothead. She had hypersensitivity issues and the weed works good in both ways. They make all kinds of weed lubes. And so for somebody who's hypersensitive like me, I would get a weed lube that's more indica heavy and it kind of helps to calm things down. Mm -hmm. Whereas somebody who has very minimal sensitivity can get like a sativa so and there they might be a little bit Yes. I didn't, wow. I, yeah, wow. You taught me that because I've been buying yeah. weed lube for the longest. And you're not looking at the not strands. Not that I could buy different kinds for different. I, I didn't know you could buy strands of it either. I'm not even paying attention. Mm -hmm. I but I heard it's, it's like an edible. Like, you don't know what you no, ed edibles, it, it's listed. Man. What kind? I was like, edibles come in strands. It's, <laughs> it's listed, but it, yeah, they come in strands, but they don't, when you speak to someone that actually makes the edibles, it still gives me a body high. It mm -hmm. will never give me a head high like sativa, straight sativa. Oh, yeah, no, because it's in your blood. Even what you're it's in doing. your bloodstream. It's going to give you a body it? high. It's never just going to give you a head high. Yeah. That's why I can't do edibles anymore. Like, I don't like that body high <laughs> like that. Back to the future. Don't laugh, Krista. Krista, Krista. Shush. 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 
That's but, funny because that's the only part I like is the body high. I don't like the head high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't get anything fun. done on the body high. Man, if you were not on like the board of directors and you know handling your nonprofit, um, and then advocating and all these therapy groups, you know, I think you would make a real great uh, sex therapist. Because even my able body, <laughs> all these things that you recommend, I would, should have wrote it down. I need to do some of this too. I love okay. that. I love that for me. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. Real. Because <laughs> sensitivity levels, like we don't talk about it. Like that's- No, even as an a- AB. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. Come on, girl. Come on, girl. Speak for your people. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to say that I work tomorrow. I'm like, you ABs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Able body bitch. I, I mean, was it A B B? Able body in sign language. Mm-hmm. Oh, A B bitch. Bitch. <laughs> bitch is a B and then out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, we've been doing sign language curse words. Ball headed. Yeah, bitch. that's so helpful. Bitch. <laughs> hey, hey, you a friend? How do you hey, think you feel? Friend? <laughs> Hate that ball-headed, broke, a bitch. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Amazing. Oh, wow. Remember, remember, if you're doing sign language, you're deaf throughout this whole process. Not deaf. Mute. Like it's either or. <laughs> Mute. You had it. You had it right. Trust it, A.B. You got it. You had it. Thanks. Hey. <laughs> Grab onto that confidence. Yes. <laughs> we can get you got it, baby. Yes. Oh, man. But uh, this is an awesome uh, conversation. Um, actually, you tapped me on the shoulder. One more shout out because you did tap me on the shoulder for something I never did before, which combined nonprofit work with comedy. And we're doing it. It's been seven months in the making. Miracles have happened and walls have been torn down for us to get here. When these girls are asking me, what the fuck are you working on? Why are you so big? Like, this is what I'm working so on. So tell this the listeners. Working on. Tell the listeners. What have you been working on? <laughs> May third, okay. New yes. York City's oh. final. Yeah. Um, Natalia here sits on the board of the directors, and she was like, "Let us do this." And they were like, "We're not taking a chance on this black woman." And I was like, <laughs> "Right?" And I was like, "I'm approving to you. I can do it." A <laughs> little voice, and here we are, Gotham Comedy Club, May third. This cu- a couple coming couple weeks yeah and i just want to stress i just want to so this is for united spinal which is a national organization and we are the new york city chapter and this fundraiser we used to have a huge fundraiser in person like 400 plus people and what it um funded is our grant program Mm. and within that people who are newly injured it doesn't have to be newly injured but like I had to go to a nursing home for two years because I couldn't, I didn't have a ramp or an elevator where I lived. So we pay for equipment, like for you to get a ramp, for you to get a van retrofitted, for you to get some sort of assistive technology. Like the people I've said who like can only move their head, they can get their full on painters and artists and do, working their jobs because of assistive technologies that they have. Um, I am super, super thankful that a large thing that they fund or that we fund is the Life Challenge Program, which is part of what changed my life in the beginning, too, which is trips that they take, like where we went like skydiving and parasailing and kayaking. And it just makes you feel limitless 
So this grant program is just such a, such a, such a great, necessary, vital thing. And that's what we're trying to replenish. After three years, we never stopped giving out grants. So we're peeled now and we need all the help that we can get. And it's to a great, 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 amazing cause. So we'll put the link in our bio so that the Kingsters can slide you some coins. Yes. Yeah, we'll so send that to me. Two seats left. Yes. yes. Can they yeah, still donate even if they don't go to the show. event? Yes. That's, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So there's, we're auctioning out, um, even, we're auctioning out Shaquaza cookies. Yes, we are. You so can ask them block. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this sounds like slavery, but we're auctioning off <laughs> Shaquay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's for a good cause. And yeah. she cooks for you. Was it like three questions? Like a meal? personal chef? Yeah, it's a private dinner experience, one of the, the raffle items. Oh, wow. That's fancy. Auction, right? It's so cute. Can I tell y'all just quickly? So the one couple won it one year, and this is when it was like paper raffles in a hat. The next two years, they spent all of their money. They filled this hat to the brim to try and get her back. I'm talking about hundreds of dollars to try and get her back. They did that three years in a row and they actually got it. That's how much they put up. But that's how amazing the experience is. Just saying. Love you, Weezy. Can she do it for us when we come to New York? (laughs) So one night, one night, Tatiana's the next night, uh, the Shaquay experience. (laughs) Hey, if you can afford her, shit, you know. <laughs> she was like, I want that free. I'm her low key manager. I need y'all to know. I'm her low key oh, manager. Well, ma'am, this yeah. is the, we'll, we'll, we'll give her, what are the people? I'll pay you with experience. I'll tell you people about you on my show. I'll pay you with experience. What is it? Experience? Exposure. 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 Exposure and ASL lessons. Be like, bitch. Like, bitch, thank you, bitch. 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 <laughs> like, these hoes don't know no words. <laughs> <laughs> like my death look. watching this stupid bitch. <laughs> Thank you. How would bitch. somebody be watching this if we don't transcribe it? Well, you can. You can. You can. You can. You can. Yeah. Yeah. Just because yeah. you're a CA doesn't mean you can't have A B ability. What the fuck is a <laughs> CA? <laughs> Alex, what's a CA? Caption. Caption abilities? Wait, wait, what? What is a CA? Oh. What? Kyra? <laughs> Kyra the only one that got it, because what, bitch, what is a CA? I have nothing for you. Don't. Wait, remember? I have nothing. Remember? Remember the terminology at the beginning? <laughs> the only thing she. You mean CP? Cerebral palsy? No, no, that's not. Don't lie to us. I thought it was. Don't lie to us. I I thought it was using it right. It's like, oh. God bless. God bless. (laughs) She she hit you with that Dallas talk. She said, bless your heart. God bless you. But yes, the ticket links are live. There are seats still available. Um, we're almost running out of seats, so it's gonna be a dope show. Maysoon's uh Zaid is our headliner. She was actually in a the Zohan with Adam Sandler. Uh she's also a, a news pundit for CNN and MSNBC. Um, she's really dope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so May 3rd, get your tickets out there and um, get that in that link in bio. Awesome. Where can people find you? 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, and where can we find there you? We go. Oh, yeah. that's what I was gonna ask. Uh, um, okay, the Women on Wheels um, website is womenonwheelsnyc.com, and my Insta is at womenonwheelsnyc. Yes, yes. So thank you so much, Natalia. Again, like Frankie said, this has been a wonderful conversation. I'm gonna forever remember your leg going up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, that needs to that needs to be posted. That needs to be posted so the listeners can see. It really do. It really do. I really I really wanted to be like, can you put both of them up at the same time? Like, can we? I really can't. I can and I do. Come on, can and do. Ultimate plan and I do. Ultimate plan. You think you better than me? Because I can she only do is. one. You think you're better than me? You better than me? I can't do any. She is better than me. She's better. She's better. Oh my god, yo, she's dead ass. Because my back definitely kind of popped in my hip. Listen, oh I can't get this leg past three inches, so she is doing the damn thing, okay? Doing the damn thing. No, three. You need to stretch. I do. I do. Uh, but so I have great. enjoyed this conversation, and I have learned so much. I thank you so much for coming on so much. and just representing um, and teaching us abs <laughs> what it is here in these streets. <laughs> um, side note: I found out that that emoji means that you're ab blood type. That's what. That's actually what it is. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Because I said, everybody, is that what you were looking at? Trying to search it. Yeah, I was. But is there other like blood AB? My Apple Medical. Yeah, report. there's A, B, there's A, there's B, and then there's O. If you keep searching through the emojis, they're all there. Word. I didn't know those were conversations going on that often. <laughs> right. Nurses. They be Maybe talking. nurses. <laughs> I didn't know. Nurses be like, you seen this A, B, O, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> this O over here. In room 404. You're extra ass, right? But Not bad because I asked some people on their blood type. Right. It's ableist now. Switch it up. It's going to be able bodied over here. It's going to be able bodied over here. Just so the people can know. As long as y'all are allies of the community, y'all can still rep y'all set, even though it's AB. We good. Yeah. Thank you. But behind closed doors, that fucking able body bitch. Able body. You bitch. That was a lot of spelling. That was a lot of extra letters. That I don't I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask the guy that I follow on TikTok who does the sign language. Like, can you do able body bitch for me? He gonna be like, bitch, what? Because he be doing like when people ask. What? And so I'll be like, can you do able body bitch? I'm gonna get that. would be amazing. Yeah, let's do let's it. Do and it. we'll give it to Natalia so she could be out there in the streets. Yeah. They piss you off. Like. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So that could be a thing. she's a scorpio she's just not gonna flick you 
But yeah, um, right. so oh, just yeah. to close us out, <laughs> if you would like to reach us, you can reach us at info at kinkedaf.com. That's info at K-I-N-K-D-A-F.com. Um kinkedaf on Instagram, Facebook, and the Tickety Talks. And I am Kyra signing off. That's Kyra Haley, H K H I R A H A I L E Y on Instagram and Facebook. Alex. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. This your girl, AB, at Alex Barrios Comedy. I mean, technically, she is. Crystal. It's your girl, KT, since we're doing initials. And you can find me on Instagram at KT06, and that's K-A-Y-T-06. And TikTok, the Crafty Duelist. Hopefully, we still have it. You know, let's, we'll hang it on. Uh, oh, Frankie. And this is Frankie Benz. Oh, thanks. This is Frankie Benz with fucked up wrists uh, coming at you. I signed too fast. I got carpal tunnel. That's some old ass shit. Uh, find me at Frankie Does Comedy on all the socials. <laughs> all right. And again, if you would like to find Italia, women, with, women on wheels, NY, women on wheels. Yep, NYC um, on the good old Instagram. And signing off, we're Keep Keep the Fuck.